Hello there, I'm David O. Gray, the author of The Divine Symphony, an excordium to the theology of the Catholic Mass. And this is a few minutes on the theology of the Catholic Mass. In the previous installment of this series, I address one of the three most often times that abuse occurs during the Catholic liturgy, those being the homily, the rite of peace, and the Our Father. In this video, I want to spend a few minutes addressing the latter. It wasn't until 1958 when the laity were even allowed to pray the Our Father prayer during the Mass. Um, it was during that year where the sacred congregation for rites said, you know what, the, the Our Father prayer when it's prayed in Latin is the most fitting preparation to receive the whole Eucharist. So they began to allow the lady to pray it in Latin. But when did the whole Orans pastor with the people praying the Our Father with their arms outstretched, when, when did that creep into the Mass? Well, historians point to a charis, Catholic charismatic movement where Catholics would pray like that. And see, that began to slip, that, that prayer posture began to work its way into the Norse order, right? And Catholics during Mass began to pray like that. But this was a big problem because that's how the priest praised their father. And it was a, an error for the people to imitate the father as he praised. So in 1997, the church in a practical provisions document tried to correct this error, saying, To promote proper identity of various roles in this area. Those abuses which are contrary to the provisions of Canon 907 are to be eradicated. In the Eucharistic celebrations, deacons and non-ordained members of the faithful are not to pronounce prayers. For example, especially the Eucharistic prayer with its concluding doxology or any other parts of the liturgy reserved to the celebrant priest. Neither may deacons or non-ordained members of the faithful use gestures or actions which are proper to the same pre-celebrant. It is a grave abuse for any members of the non-ordained faithful to quasi-preside at the Mass while leaving only minimal participation to the priests which is necessary to secure validity. In short, the deacons and the laity are not to do or say anything that the church calls the priest to say and do because to do so puts the validity of the whole mass at risk. We are not the ordained priest. The church gives us our words and our actions and the church gives the priest his words and actions. And they are not the same unless the liturgy tells us to do or say these things together. The bodily posture of the deacon and the laity should reflect, always reflect, a people who are at prayer. No one prays with their hands in their pockets. No one prays leaning over on a rail. I, I've never seen anyone at dinner pray, you know, with their hands in their pocket. I, I think we know how to pray. I think maybe there's an issue of not wanting to look the other people like we're trying to be holier than thou. But when you're seriously praying, we have a true intention. You're not worried about what people are, are thinking about you. Our, our intention during the Mass should reflect a people who are at prayer but not in prayer in imitation of the priest. He has his prayer gestures 
and we have ours, and they should never be the same. Otherwise, we run the risk of making it look like they were quasi-presiding with the priests, and by doing so, the validity of the whole mask is at risk. And, and as I always say, the liturgy is always teaching us. If you pay attention to it, if you listen to it, if you observe and see what's going on, the liturgy is always teaching us how to be, how to act, how to be, how to interact with society once we leave the Mass. And it is the case, by guiding us, our tongues, and our bodies, by telling us when to stand and when to kneel, what to say, how to say it, how to pray, when to pray, how to, what posture you should have when you pray. What the liturgy overall is teaching us is that our body is not our own, and that we were created by God for a purpose, that our bodies and our tongues are purpose to give Him praise, to give Him glory, and to give Him honor with all of our mind, our body, and our soul. That's what the liturgy is teaching us, that we ourselves, our bodies, and everything about us belong to God. And it's teaching us, is this how you ought to be once you leave the Mass? That you or your body is created for a purpose, to give glory and honor to God, to praise Jesus Christ with it. That's what the liturgy is teaching. For more information about the theology of the Catholic Mass, pick up my book, The Divine Symphony, an excordium to the theology of the Catholic Mass. You can order it anywhere online, or also you can just buy it at your local Catholic bookstore and support them there. Blessings and shalom to you and to yours.